0: Hello, incredible one. Welcome to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor business podcast, the place to be to grow a business that shakes the planet. I'm your host, spiritual business growth coach, Darnell J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. Oh, and one more thing, on this podcast, I'm gonna keep it all the way real with you about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the absolutely incredible of small business ownership. And don't worry, everything I have to share will help you to build a business that funds the life you crave. Let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Darnielle Jervie Harmon. If this is your first time joining me for the podcast, here's what I'd like for you to know about me. First and foremost, I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Second, I don't do hustle and grind. I do spirituality and systems. And you might be wondering, what in the devil is an incredible factor? And if so, I invite you to go all the way back to the very first episode of this podcast. It's aptly titled, Exactly What is the Incredible Factor? There's even a cool worksheet that I want you to do that will help you to find yours. Oh. I will likely say some things that will make you laugh, a few things that could make you cry, and definitely make you question if you are ready to leverage your incredible factor. Remember, I'm a coach, and my job is to tell you what you don't want to hear and show you what you don't want to see, all to help you to become who God created you to be. I'm so excited that you're here. This episode is powered by you, each and every one of you who is currently under the sound of my voice. Those of you who have listened and shared and subscribed and downloaded and rated and reviewed. And I just want to say thank you. As we wrap season one of the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast, my heart is so full. I am just over the moon or tickled purple, as I like to say, at what we've been able to accomplish this first year on the podcast. So just a quick review, I've done 26 solo insights and I'll be honest, some of them, most of them were my absolute favorite episodes at the time at which i recorded them we've had 10 powerful interviews some were my clients and some were friends and thought leaders in the world and i did three amazing business makeovers it was an absolutely incredible first season and again i just say thank you as We prepared to round out 2019, 19 being the year of surrender. I did two episodes on surrender. That's how important surrender is. And you're gonna hear me say a little bit more about that momentarily, because I'm going to, in honor of my 44th birthday, no, I am not gonna give you 44 tips, ideas, or things that I'm grateful for. I will not do that to you. We'll be here all day. But what I am gonna do instead is I'm gonna give you Eight things that I realized this year, eight things that have made me a better woman, a better wife, a better business owner, a better employer, a better friend, a better coach and mentor that have just made me better. As I enter into my new year in a few weeks, and as we prepare to finish out this quarter this decade and prepare for 2020 the year of next level everything as I'm self proclaiming. I thought it'd be cool to just kind of offer some thoughts some one more time in this the first season, the season I'm so very proud of. I'm I'm so grateful that I decided this year to start a podcast you know, it's a huge undertaking. I mean, we did 40 episodes in this podcast and I don't know if that's as many as everyone else or or less, but I know for me, it was a huge undertaking, but I loved every minute of it. I love this medium. I love the fact that this podcast is being listened to in 40 countries around the world. That, oh, that just warms my heart and it just makes me feel like, Everything that I have to say makes a difference, and it matters. And lives are changing. And I'm doing my part to shake the planet, right? Taking you all the way back to episode four, the Shake the Planet principle. And what I love the most about starting the podcast this year is, as I prepare for my 44th birthday in a few weeks, realizing that it's almost like that Wizard of Oz moment, right when Dorothy finally has the ruby slippers on and she clicks her heels three times and says there's no place like home. And she's right back in her backyard. And Glinda the good witch is right there saying you've had the power all along. You've been here this entire time. I feel like I'm home. I feel like all that I've endeavored to be, all that I pray to God that I would be and how I would get to show up in the world is exactly what's happening. And so I just say, thank you. I'm grateful for you. And that is why this episode is powered by you. So it's a wrap, right? This is the final episode of season one of the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast. It's a wrap. And as we close out this amazing year where, again, I've shared 22 so. 26 solo insights and I've interviewed some of my, my favorite people and I've got some great interviews on deck for you. In fact, I've already started recording 2020 interviews for you. Um, There's this eight things I want to leave you with the best way for me to summarize what has been an absolutely incredible year in my life. Um, As many highs as there were lows, but I wouldn't, trade any of it. As they they used to say, I wouldn't take nothing from my journey. I wouldn't change one second of what happened in 2019, because I know as Romans 8 and 28 tells us that all things are working together for my good. And everything that was 2019 was for my good. We had our best year in our business in a long time, right? 140% growth in the company this year. Amazing. Um, got to work with some phenomenal clients, clients whom over the last 12 months have generated an excess of $15 million, which is phenomenal and amazing and ridiculous. And I'm grateful that I get to be the coach and mentor that gets to guide these amazing people. We introduced a new program this year and that program it's my favorite (laughs) and it is making a difference in businesses, which has just been amazing. And I'm just grateful. I'm so grateful. So I wrote these all down on a sheet of paper just really, really quickly before I hit record and I'm going to read them not in the order that I wrote them, but in the order of significance, if that um, would be okay. And the first thing that this year has taught me this year 2019 I being the number of surrenders my life this year has been about just lifting my hands and full surrender to God and allowing God to have his way and I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that there were times when I tried to t- usurp control I tried to take things back from God in fact even just this week I tried to take control throwback. I, I had a, a realization that I was trying to fix it in and of my own strength instead of having faith that God would do what he told me what he would do. That literally just happened. Like I was talking about it today with my mastermind that I need to stop. <laughs> I need to put my hands back in the air and take my, take my hands off of whatever it is I'm trying to do in and of my own strength. Um, this year of surrender. So the first thing is that surrender is key. You have to surrender. You have to surrender. There's such an amazing grace and peace that envelops you when you don't have to have the stress of having to know everything at any given moment in time. It feels Incredible, for lack of a better way to describe it. And I'm not just saying that because this was 2019, the year of surrender, but I will tell you that this is the year that I have been most focused on living in surrender. And I haven't gotten it perfect every single moment of 2019, but I know that everything we've enjoyed has been because my hands have spent the majority of their time lifted. And so I'm going to encourage you, even though we're moving into the next year, we're rounding out the year of surrender and we're going into the year of spiritual significance. That's what 20 means spiritually. And which is a big part of the reason why we've deemed next year, next level everything. Because when you are operating in significance, everything you want will begin to come into your life at the next level. So the first first lesson I have to leave with you as we wrap this season is that surrender is key. Find a way to remove the need to be in control of every single thing and have to know how how it'll figure out. I was doing a discovery session follow-up with a potential client. And the potential client is like, they're on board, right? Danielle, I know I wanna work with you. I just need to get the money together first. And my response quite simply to them was, well, where is the faith in that? At which point they proceeded to pontificate, they be, proceeded to just question and eventually they surrender. They, they lifted their hands and surrender because God will always give you more when you're moving than he ever will when you're, move, when you're standing still. And if you have to have all of the answers, what do you need God for? So again, I say, surrender is key. The second thing that was really powerful for me this year was realizing that there's nothing better than love. I'm reminded of that Luther Vandross and Gregory Hines song. There's nothing better than love. There's nothing better than love. There's nothing better than love. A love of self, a love of God, a love of others, a love, love of your work, your business, a love of your clients, A love of even saying no, a love of everything, realizing that when you stand boldly and you stand flat footed and all that you are and all that God created you to be, you are more than enough. And that is enough. Because there's nothing better than love. And loving yourself is to step into the realization that you are enough and you do deserve it. Like that's probably one of the biggest things that came out of me. Now. In this, the last episode, I may reveal some things that I've already shared with you about what happened to me this year. And I may kind of spring some things on you that you didn't even have any clue were happening in my life. Um, But realizing that there's nothing better than love is everything to me. I think about not only what 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says, that's the love chapter, But I think about my own life and some of the things that happened this year. This year, this is my second year being married. My husband and I are going into year three. And in this year, We kind of came into our own when we realized that there's nothing better than love. When we realized that we're on the same team, we're playing the same game, we're running the same race, and we would do it so much better if we did it together than trying to save face for whatever is most important to us at that moment, because there's nothing better than love, right? That was a powerful reckoning for me this year, realizing how much God loves me, because love covers everything, right? I had. One of the most powerful years professionally, and probably one of the most heart-wrenching years personally. Um, and I think I shared about this in a previous episode. And if I didn't, you're going to hear it now. You know, my husband and I have been—we're ready to start a family, and we have been working diligently to start a family. And we've had some challenges that we've had to um, surmount in order to start our family. And you know, this summer, we got pregnant. We we did it. We got pregnant. And as soon as we heard we were pregnant, we, like, almost weren't pregnant. Like, it, we we ended up having a miscarriage. Um, but there's nothing better than love. And that miscarriage for me, you know, I could have chosen to look at it as some form of failure, like something is wrong with me or um, that I'm not worthy or any of those things, but God has already assured me and shown me in so many ways that none of that is true. And so I would never speak that over myself. And so instead I chose to look at it as an act of love that God loves me so much that there would be something wrong with our little embryo, but he wouldn't do that to us that he would create a safe space for us to be able to, um, to get what we came for, to get the promise that He made to us, because He loves me so much. And I think further that God loves me so much that I have been completely enveloped and surrounded by babies. And again, I'm not the girl who's like, "Oh, woe is me! Everybody's pregnant." I, you know, yeah, no, that's not me. I'm excited. Like I'm excited by all the babies that have been around me, all of the the babies to come. Right, like. This year, this this last week was a bittersweet week week for me because my assistant, who had been with me for nearly two years, uh, was leaving to be a full time mom. She, you know, they found out they were expecting earlier this year, and you know, she's leaving to be a full time mom. And then, you know, one of my really really good bf business BFFs um, found out that she and her husband were expecting, and my brother and his wife were expecting, and my goddaughter had a baby. Like, I'm so grateful that God loves me so much that he has kept babies around me until it's our turn. Like, Oh, there's nothing better than love. And that has been, um, an echo constantly ringing through my spirit this year. And I hope that as I just shared that with you, it begins to ring through yours. So that's the second thing. The third thing that for me has been amazing this year number three out of eight is what happens when you stop chasing money (sighs) okay now you heard me say that we're having our best year in a while 140 percent growth right but can I tell you that that growth has come through not chasing money (laughs) is anybody else kind of side eyeing or scratching their head right you know why because I also decided, in, in not chasing money this year and just deciding to chase my purpose, that I was just going to do work that made my heart glad that allowed me to serve at a greater level for the people that I wanted, and not that I eliminated the investment that it, it requires in order for people to be able to work with me. No. I mean, I understand that there is value associated with what I do and what I bring to the table for people, but I wasn't going to make it my mission to only chase the dollar. Only we face money whereas i have in full transparency done that in years past um i remember when we first crossed the seven figure mark in my business it was because every day in and out i spent all of my energy on the number and i got there i got to the proverbial finish line and i looked around and i could have had a v8 it wasn't Everything that I thought it would be. And that was the beginning of me making the shift away from being solely focused on making money. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a businesswoman and I'm a business coach. And so I teach people how to make more money doing what they love. I teach people that they don't have to choose. They can love God and make a ridiculous amount of money. But even in doing that, you don't have to chase it. My energy, my fire, my passion is not fixated on the dollar it is fixated on being of purpose so much so that i will work with the people that i know i've been called with called to and not be focused on what what has to be in place financially in order for it to work it has been really really powerful not chasing money and i'll be honest this is probably the first year although i've been moving in this direction for the last Three or four years, this is probably the first year where money was not the impetus now i'm very clear that money will never be my problem, which is a big part of the reason why i don't have to chase it right because whatever you chase, you never catch it's just It just works that way so i've been focused on not chasing the money, and interestingly i've been watching more of it show up i've become more intent on giving money i've Rededicated and committed myself to tithing at the next level, tithing at the gross, right? So, what comes into the business at the highest of lines is what I'm now tithing off of. And I've just watched everything happen the way that I needed it to happen without an emphasis on money. It's really powerful. You should try it. That's number three. Number four, I did a whole episode on this, and this is because this was my, um, my Achilles heel is comparison. Comparison truly is for the birds. I realized there this year that no one can hold a candle to me. I don't care who else out there does technically do what it is that I do. Ain't nobody got nothing on me. Yeah, I know that was all all types of broken English, but the fact of the matter is the remains that comparison is for the birds and no one can hold a candle to how I show up in the world when I am being me when I am fully committed and fully focused on being Danielle, there is nothing or no one better or greater. Not only was I born for greatness and destined for greatness, I am greatness personified right now because I realize that comparison is for the birds. So that is number four. Number five, Marian Williamson said this and I believed it since the first day I ever heard the poem, Our Deepest Fear. But this year, this has become so relevant for me. And that is that playing small does not serve the world. Now you have got to determine what playing small looks like for you because it's going to be different for every person. For me, playing small took on a few different meanings, right? It wasn't that I wasn't investing in myself. I know that there are a lot of coaches out there who try to tell you that if you're not investing, you're playing small. And there might be some truth to that. That's not what I'm trying to say at this moment though. But for me, playing small was realizing that I am amongst the best who ever did it and not enough people know that. And so for me this year, I made a commitment to God that if he would use me to be an example of all that knowing and loving him yields in every area of my life, I wouldn't keep it to myself. And so for me, playing small would be keeping it to myself. And so... I'm doing my due diligence. I'm hiring team to help me to further extend and expand my reach out into the world because people need to know what it is that I have to share. And that wouldn't be possible if I were still playing small, if I was okay operating on a level that had gotten me to where I was at that point and become comfortable in it. For me, it's also about realizing that, you know, we have a desire to expand their family and bring some little harmons into the world. And then that requires for me to play a bigger game because if I'm going to bring little people into this world, I certainly want the world to be better because they're in it because I brought them here. And so it requires more from me in order to be able to create a safe space for them to be able to come into. And so playing small, it doesn't, it doesn't serve the world. And you will not have an ounce of the impact you were created to have if you're staying in your comfort zone. That was another big thing for me this year, getting out of my comfort zone. Into 2020, I'm doing some things that before I made excuses as to why I couldn't do them, if I can keep it real with you. I just said, you know what? No, I made an excuse. And you know if you tell yourself a lie long enough, you begin to believe it? And and a lot of times that is what in fact happened. I started to believe my own hype and the lies that I had been telling myself, I started to buy into them and that kept me comfortable. But now I'm kind of shaking at the knees at the thought of really stepping in to who I'm supposed to be. And I know some of you are listening and you're like, Darnell, you're playing small. I don't know, but I believe that exposure creates expansion right and once you've been exposed to the best version of yourself it expands expands the capacity for who you can be in the world and if you aren't living into that expansion then you're playing small and so i've realized that there's this insatiable need in me to to play bigger and to not make it, make excuses but instead to show up boldly in the world to be the beacon of light that i desire to be so that others in seeing the light walk toward the light. So I'm really excited about um, playing big throughout the rest of the year and into 2020. Um, So we've covered five so far. So surrender is key. There's nothing better than love. Stop chasing money. Comparison is for the birds and playing small doesn't serve the world. The next thing I have that I wrote down is that disruption is essential and this kind of parlays into playing small doesn't serve the world. You need to disrupt your own thought process and the way that you move and shake as well as you need to be disruption for other people. Those of us who are closing more clients and enrolling them into our programs and showing up on bigger stages and writing best selling books and becoming sought after podcasters are those who are disrupting the status quo who are no longer okay with sitting and acting as if what they have been doing previously is cool right we we are in the midst of probably the most massive disrupt, disruption we've ever experienced and that is with you know who the person who is our current president we, <laughs> we're being disrupted left and right. And what are you doing with that disruption? How are you allowing that disruption to position you to, to tailor and shift? That's the question you need to answer. For me this year, disruption came in many forms. Um, it, it, it is in me constantly asking why not? You know, I'm sure my team gets tired of me. <laughs> because I'm constantly asking that question, well, why can't we? Who says we can't? Okay, no one else is doing it. Well, let's see why it hasn't been done up until this point and let's offer a different thought or perspective to make it different. Let's disrupt what we think. We have literally, this year, we've been turning our business on its end and bringing and preparing to bring, because some of them we haven't even unfurled for you yet, preparing to bring things to the marketplace that are very different, right? I, I stood flat-footed in a conversation about the importance of leveraging spirituality and business growth strategy all at the same time. That's disruption. Sure, I know that there are spiritual people out there talking about God and, and his principles and all of that, but, but combining the two so that they make sense together because they should have never been separated, that's disruption, right? And, and everything that we're pulling together and bringing to the table, for those who are in our community that are inter- intersecting with us and collaborating and, and part of community with us, is about disrupting at disrupting at the next level. So disruption is essential, that's number six. Number seven, you will have what you say. I just did an episode on this the no more casual covenants. So this rings true. And as I shared on that episode, if you listened and if you didn't, I highly recommend you go back and listen. Um, I used to be the queen of casual covenants. I was constantly speaking amiss and then wondering why that's what was showing up in my life until I realized that I, I would have what I say positive or negative. I would have what I say. And so now I'm very careful with what I speak and Even down to the point where, um, if I'm repeating something that someone else has said about me, I'm making sure that I run for reference that that's what they said and not what I believe, because I know that life and death lies in the power of my tongue and what I speak about, I will bring about. And so I, I caution you, if you are looking around at your life, at your business, and it is not what you desire it to be, change what you say about it. Because you will have what you say. That's number seven. And then last but not least, and this kind of, I feel like I, I kind of already said this, but I just sat down and I just wrote really, really fast the first things that popped into my spirit. And so this, of course, popped in. So I'm going to honor it by speaking it. And that's next level everything, right? And if we if we look at disruption being essential and playing small doesn't serve the world, we kind of have already talked about it, but we haven't because here's what I know when you surrender, when you stop chasing money, when you realize there's nothing better than love, when you stop comparing yourself, when you live in a world of disruption for other people and you stop playing small and you watch what you say about yourself, you are going to hit your next level. Everything. A big part of the reason why the entire theme, we usually create a theme for the whole year. The theme for my business in 2020 is Next Level Everything, which means Breakthrough in Business 2020 is Next Level Everything, which means we will be going on the Next Level Everything tour and creating a Next Level Everything challenge. The reason why we're going Next Level Everything is because I am sick and tired of you living beneath your privilege. See, when God created you, he was showing the world what incredible looked like. And I'm sick and tired of you operating at a deficit. You should be operating at the next level in every area of your life. And so I'm going to be beating my drum and tooting my horn from now until December 31, 2020 about next level everything in hopes that the realization sinks in that not only were you created for this, it is your birthright. Next level everything is your birthright, abundance. My husband and I are gonna be celebrating our two year anniversary as I shared, and going into year three in our marriage. And to commemorate that, we're heading to Dubai for our anniversary. We're actually gonna be heading out in the next few days to Dubai for 10 days. And um, what I love about us doing this anniversary in Dubai is that Dubai is a land of opulence and abundance and next level everything. And so I'm going to go to Dubai and have my mind blown over things that I haven't even seen, right? Because I'm now going to be exposed to new things. It's going to expand my capacity and open me up to be able to come back and expand yours and, and leverage and share. So I'm grateful and I'm looking forward to all of what God is going to unfurl for me while I'm in, uh, Dubai and Abu Dhabi because it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome because next level, everything is where we must go. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast this year. Thank you for those of you who subscribed and you're tuning in every single week. Thank you for those of you who've rated and reviewed the podcast. Thank you for the, to those of you who've downloaded. Thank you to those of you across many countries around the world, who have thought it not robbery to listen to this little brown girl from the projects of Wilmington, Delaware, share her two cents on how to leverage your incredible factor so that you can not only grow your business and shape the planet, but you could fund the life that you crave. I thank you so very much. I cannot wait to join you back at the top of the year for the start of season two. This has been phenomenal. This has been incredible. You have changed my life and spoken life to my life. And I just thank you so very much. Do yourself a favor um, and listen to your favorite episodes again and again and again and continue to share it for me because I know more people need the Leverage Your Incredible Factor business podcast. It's been my joy to bring it to you and I'll see you for season two. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor Business podcast. I'd really love to help you grow a business that funds the life you crave while doing work that shakes the planet. Get started today by applying for a discovery session with me or a member of my team at darnielle.com forward slash session. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, you do deserve a business that funds the life you crave. Take care.